Listener Production. Before today's episode kicks off, a trigger warning. This episode discusses gun-related violence and events that some may find disturbing. For support, you can contact Lifeline on 13 11 14. The Luke and Sassy Scott podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we record this podcast, the Yulikit Woolen Clan of the Bunurwurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Don't film me! You are ridiculous. Don't do that either! I'm sick of you! You're a nutcase! I don't care, Luke! Look at you. You infuriate me as a human being. (coughs) (coughs) Are you recording? Can I pick my nose? Luke! I'm sassy. Sassy! Scott. Okay, Scott, so last week you told a story, a pretty fucked up story about how you were arrested in Thailand, yeah? It's one of my favourite stories, but it's one of many. You know me, I've got, like, many chapters in my autobiography. Mm, So I agree that it is fucked, but is it the most fucked overseas holiday trip story? No. Mm. Now, we've got Mark, who's on the phone, who's a listener of the podcast. Mark, I need you to tell Scott what was the wild story you've got from when you were overseas. Hi, Mark. Hi, guys. Yeah, Scott, I can... uh... Definitely one up you on your story. Let's go. Um, so me and a friend of mine, um, we were actually kidnapped by the Mexican cartel um, and held ransom for two days. You already um, win, Mark, but we're going to get to the bottom of this and exactly what happened here. Yes. Yeah, so um, me and my mate, we were actually travelling through Camiulipas, um, through the north of Mexico, and we were drinking at a pub one day for yeah. about four hours or so, and we left and we started walking back to our place where we were staying. Yeah. And and the, the streets were packed. There was people everywhere. Living life. And all of a sudden, a car or a, a dual cab pulled up really abruptly and three guys got out the car and held guns at us and dragged us into the car. And I just, you don't know what to do. Like, it happened so fast. And they so were they all the screaming and everything at you? Like they were what yelling was at like? us. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were yelling, and they like they were like really pointing the guns at us. Like I just literally thought we we're going to get shot in the middle of this street. I was just like, fucking hell, what the fuck is going on? And um, they they grabbed us and dragged us into this car and put like um, I'd call them balaclavas, but there was no eye sockets, no mouth. No. Like, like this is fucked. This is my like, worst bees. nightmare. Over your head, yes? Literally, yeah, just straight over the head. Couldn't see anything. Well, you could sort of see a bit of light coming through, but that is it. So what time of the day was this as well? Oh, it was probably about 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. So there was daylight. And people, you said the streets were busy. Like, did everyone just, like, stare or you can't really remember? You got a gun to your head. Can't. I can't remember anything like that. But it was just, like, literally in the back of this car, like a, a head sack on, and they drove us for about... Uh, I'd say probably about 30 or 40 minutes. Now, we went through a roadblock. This is, this. Uh, I know we went through a roadblock yeah. and they waved us through. So what, they would have seen you, do you think? Yeah, of course they, they did. The, the car telemetered the cops. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, 100%. They would have seen us. They, they didn't stop us, nothing. And they so were they talking in the car when you were, like, hooded or were you talking to them? Were you and your friends shitting yourselves literally? Like, were you trying to communicate with each other? Well, not really. Like, my mate suffers from really bad panic attacks and anxiety. Well, he, if he didn't then, he does now. So, so like, what he... And that was really annoying them because they just wanted him to shut the fuck up. 
these guys are hardened, like serious people. Like yeah. they yeah. they hold life in such small regard. Little, like little regard. Nothing. Yeah. You are nothing. Like you're just a stone in their shoe. That's all you are. You're just a piece of meat. That's it. So we got taken back to what I would either call a house or a shack or whatever it was. Yes. I couldn't see anything, so I didn't know. Were your arms tied or anything like they do in the movies? So when we got out of the car, they tied our hands together and they took us into this place and they held us there for two days. Shut Um, the fuck up! This is fucked. Two days. Did you eat? No. Or drink? We didn't eat. We didn't do anything. No. And what we, about like taking a piss or anything? Like, do you just care. piss piss in your pants. Yeah, piss in your pants. We don't care. Oh, this is awful, Mark. Yeah. So they literally just whatever. Like they're there for one thing, one thing only, and to get money out of you, and that is it. I'm picturing me and you there. I would be the one pissing myself, yeah. like freaking yeah. out. Yeah, I'd have to pull it all, rain it all in. So, Mark, how'd you yeah, rain Scott, it in? Scott would be the one staunching them out. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you fucking know it. I do have a story that I do want to share post this. You've you've reminded me and I rarely share it, but I was taken in Africa in Ghana on my very first night. I had guns taken to my head um, and it was really full on and I rarely share this story, but I'm happy to after yours, Mark. But so, this is actually about Mark I right know, now, Luke, Scott. Can you not make every story <laughs> about up. you? This he's, is Mark's he time. He just said Scott would be doing this. And I'm like, yeah, I would be because I've fucking done it before. Sorry, Mark, back on track. So um, we actually had our phones on us. Yes. And um, they said to us, we want money, we want money. And I'm like, mate, if you want money, we can give you money. They asked for a ludicrous amount of money. So I said, look, I- I'm going to get through Was my parents. Yeah, so that they wanted half a million dollars. Holy crap. Yeah, and I'm like, mate, yeah, yeah, we're dead. I-, I don't Mom have Mum and dad would be like, take Luke. Yeah, 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 no, take like, Scott, we want yeah, Luke yeah, you're back. Like, oh, shit, we're dead. We don't have 250K. that. 250K. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, I-, I don't have half a million dollars. We're not rich. Like, you kidnapped the wrong people. Like, but... I said, look, you can speak to my dad, speak to my parents. Anyway, they ended up getting a hold of my dad. They actually put me on the phone. I said, dad, I need your help. I've been kidnapped and I need your help. And, you know, he's like, stop joking, rah, rah, and everything like this. They took the phone off me and they said, we've got your son. We're going to kill your fucking son if you don't pay us money. Anyway, my dad ended up having a bit of a chat to them and words were passed. The guy grabbed my hair, my the top of my head with my hair and shot the gun what felt like right next to my head. Now, I don't know if he shot it into the floor. I don't know if he shot it into the wall. I don't know. You've still got the thing over your head? I couldn't see. I feel sick. And I started yelling. I'm like, Dad, just give him the money. Just give him the money. Like, you know. Anyway, they spoke to my dad and my dad went down to a Western Union branch and transferred them the money. When the money had cleared... They put us back in the car. Now, how much get... money did they transfer through? So my dad transferred through ten thousand. Yeah, and my friend's parents transferred through twenty thousand. Yeah, right. So did they um, do the same thing with your friend as well, calling his parents? Correct. This is terrifying. So the cash clears by mm-hmm. the second day. Correct. They put you back in a car and take you where? So they drove us back to the street. Where, where we you. were kidnapped from. Now, could you imagine having a head sock on for two days, two to three days, yeah. right? A head sock on for two to three days. They drive you back to the place where you were kidnapped oh. and dump you in the middle of the street. And we were standing there in the middle of this street with our hands tied, 
with a head sack on and a lady, they drove off and we were standing there. I didn't know if I was on a road. Where the fuck you are. Yeah, yeah, no idea. Anything. Mm. And a lady came up to us and took the head sock off and we were back where we started. Did you just get home straight away after this? Oh, we did, yeah. yeah. You can't go to the police. You because can't they're all apart. They went through the fucking the roadblocks with the cops. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Um, they're all a part of it. So I took my mate. He had a split open head. He had um, broken teeth, um, the black eye. He was pretty beat up because he was so panicky. They didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. And so I took him to the hospital. He had to get stitches. When we got a hold of our parents, our parents just wanted us to just get on a plane straight get away. And get out of there. Yep. And just get out of there. So when we went down to the airport, I had to put makeup on my mate because a lady who we actually spoke to, she was lovely. She said, your mate won't get on a plane with the injuries that he's got. Oh, they so take she, So she actually helped us put makeup wow. on him. He wore a, a hat so you, you couldn't see the stitches in his head and everything. And we went down to the airport, got on a plane and made our way back to Australia. How long ago was this? So it was 10 years ago. Fuck me. Do and you it still lives talk with to you him? every single day. Like I can hear the trauma in your voice. And I want to say thanks, obviously, for sharing a fucking serious story with us. Yeah, it was, um, it was pretty, yeah, what do you say? <laughs> you don't forget it. I had a gun held to my face um, and to the back of my head that was clocked in Ghana. And I will never forget that moment. And I, I feel people don't really, well, we're very lucky here in Australia. We don't grow up with guns, right? But it's something that will never leave you. And that person has left an imprint on you for the rest of your life that you take with you every single day you're awake. And how old were you at the time, Mark? Uh, so I was 27. Yeah, right. I do have one more question. Far away. We looked at your profile picture. Are you the hot guy with the great rig or all of the tats on his back? Oh, I'm the one with all the tats. Hey, mate, <laughs> you look really hot. <laughs> Fucking yes, I knew it was him. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm the one with, um, with all the tattoos, yeah. Well, mate, fucking thank you for sharing that with us. That is wild. I think you did Trump Scott's story. Trump's my Thailand story. You win this round, Mark. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad I won. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I went through that to be in this position now to beat you, Scott. Yeah. I'm, I'm wrapped. Fuck me. You're winning at life, bro. You're winning at life. I'm glad yeah. you're okay. And say good day to your mate for us, please. Yeah. No worries. I will. And your do. parents. Oh, yeah. Well done, yeah. Mum and Dad. Thank yeah. you. And the Western yeah. Union. Yeah. And the Western Union. Yeah. Thank you, Western Union. Sorry, Scott, just producer Mandy jumping in here. Yes. Can I ask about your... Were you held up at gunpoint somewhere as well? I was. Another story in my autobiography. What? How? Where so Where were you? It was the second night. So I was 21, ran away to Africa, and I was staying in a hostel in Ghana. And it was my second night, and there was an Irish girl, an American girl, and an English girl. Sounds like the side of a joke. Yeah, I know. Did and they the, all walk into a pub? Is that where you're getting? Or? No, we walk into an <laughs> I was ATM. Oh. About to say, they all walked into a pub. I love yeah. how we're all laughing about what's the severe trauma for me. Sorry, go on. Um, and so they said, the Irish girl goes, Scott, you want to come and see the city? Come and jump in a cab and we'll show you around. And so I remember getting in. And so we pull up out the front of this ATM. It's pitch black at night. And um, the American girl, Joanna, walks into the ATM. She goes through these big double gates. And we're sitting there and 
there's this policeman that's lying out the front on the ground with this giant gun across his chest. And Alana goes, look at this fucking lazy bastard sleeping under fucking job. And she takes a photo of this policeman and it sets off a flash. Let's call it like 30 seconds to a minute goes by and someone comes out of the bank, walks up to the policeman and kicks him. And they start pointing and we're watching this commotion go on. And he starts pointing. Can I just stop? I've got one question. Why do you keep saying it? they walked into the ATM? Because yeah, there's, like, so like the double doors. Behind the gates, behind some, the big double gates. Some, oh. some places so the, have, like, yeah. The like banks a, are behind, over there, the banks are behind giant walls and stuff. Oh. Like, it's a house. Mm-hmm. Like, think of a mansion with a giant fence cool, out the front. It's not like an ATM on the street. I couldn't get past that. Yeah, it's not an ATM on the street. back. Thank you. So <laughs> they're pointing, and the next second the taxi driver starts going, big trouble, big trouble. And we're like, what's going on? Like, what, what's big trouble? And he starts going, look down, look down. And so the policeman is screaming with this person from the bank who's pointing at our car, who's obviously seen the flash come from our car and has brought all of this attention. So this policeman starts running and storming to the car. Our taxi driver's screaming, look down, look down, look down, look down. And now as he gets to the side of where my door was, Alana throws this the camera into my lap, which me and her have still to this day never spoken about. But as she has done that, the policeman, who I'll never forget, starts kicking the car and the car's rocking. He was the biggest fucking man I've ever seen in my life. And he's screaming, get out of the car. Get out of the car. And I remember... (laughs) So Arnold Schwarzenegger is the policeman. (laughs) So I start remembering going... Hang on, he sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not lying, right? I'm like, I'm... and then Arnie just comes <laughs> out of nowhere. And then You're next on scare second, tactics Africa. There's a camera there. There's next, a camera there. Next camera second, there. I'm ripped. Next second, I'm ripped through the window, and I'm put on my knees. And he clocks the gun. And is this the police guy? Yeah, the Arnie. policeman. And so I remember he's put the gun to the back of my head, and he's pushing it. And I remember thinking to myself, what's it going to feel like when he pulls the trigger? And the bullet goes through my head. Am I going to feel it or not? Jesus. And the sa- my sound and sight starts closing in. Like my sound was disappearing with my sight. And I remember seeing the taxi driver sprint off down the road. He's left me and the girls. Is this at night, sorry, or during the day? In the middle of the night. Oh, my God. No one's around. And our taxi driver's bolted off down the road. And then I reckon it was probably about 20, 30 seconds goes by and my sight and sound started coming back. And I remember being so stiff and sore, like he was pushing the gun so hard into the back of my head. And I can hear Alana and Andrea, the English girl, screaming at the tops of their lungs. They're like, Arnie, can we get a photo? (laughs) (laughs) And then what transpires for the next 12 hours on the side of this road was police trying to take me and they had guns on the side of my head. One of them was holding me and dragging me around the street with the gun in my mouth. And they would scream at me and they would, and I'd try and answer a question to them. And so I was trying all these tactics to try and get them to listen to me, care for me. What did they want? Me. What, what were they asking for? So they said I would I was gonna pay into courts. You will pay into courts. You will pay into courts. Because it was actually illegal to take a photo of a police officer oh. or a government building. But it wasn't you that took the photo. Well they didn't know that. Oh. And I wasn't about to go that chick fucking oh, did it. Okay. Right? So we what that Alana on the line <laughs> and be like, you nearly killed my brother. So hang on, did she um were they the girls weren't held up at all? Were they just like Yeah sitting they there? were taken. So more police came to the scene and then we were separated from one another. So the girls 
girls are hard over there. I was honestly thinking that they were going to be assaulted, abused. Did they have guns to them too? Yes, to them. Jesus. And then when I was put in this other taxi, because our taxi driver ran off with um, a key, the cops didn't have cars back there, uh, like they didn't have their own cop cars. And then I'm put into the back of this taxi and I'll never forget, they're holding guns in my face and I, you just can never get that out of, ever get that out of you or away from you. And at this point, I was shaking so bad. You look right? like you're twerking. And <laughs> fast forward, the military police step in. So it was the police against the military police. So they say, this man comes to me, I'll never forget, and he said, Scott, you need to get out of the car. And he negotiates for me to get out. And I'm like, I've seen the movies where the rebels that are dressed in military clothes come in and they're the bad guys. So I'm like, I am not fucking going with them. And this guy was so charismatic and lovely. And he said, listen, Scott, to be a military police officer, you have to go to university here um, for four years. He's like, the cops have not been paid by the government for the last six months. He's like, they're going to do everything and anything they can to you to get money out of you. You need to come with us. So then I had to make a decision whose side I was standing on because they were facing off with each other, the military police and the police. The whole time that this ordeal goes on, the girl who had to go to the ATM, Joanna from New Jersey, she comes out out of nowhere with cash and she gave these guys $100 each and she said, if you don't take it, you're going to be so fucked because you've got an American, an Irish, an English and an Australian citizen. All walking and this is- into the pub. Correct. And she's like, this is just so out of control. And, and they're like, we're going to fund Arnie's next movie, but you need to let us go. <laughs> I love that you guys think this is a joke. Anyway, and they let us go <laughs> and it banded us. And like Mark just said, you never forget when someone holds a gun to your head. You ne- That will never, ever leave me. And anyway, here I am still to uh, tell the day and that's just another episode with Luke and Sassy Scott. <laughs> Luke. Luke. And Sassy. 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 Scott. All right, Scott, at dinner the other night, <laughs> remember when we were talking about your singing career? Yes. Oh, lack of. Well, it wasn't a career. <laughs> what was it? If there's anything I do in this world, it's I give 100% of myself to everything and anything. Even if it's not 100% good. So for 12 months, I got singing lessons. I would have been 16 <laughs> or 17. And this lady worked with me so passionately for 12 months I signed up for. And it was a once a week singing lesson. And we went through a lot. I learned scales and stuff. Why did you do it? Did you want to be a recording No, I artist? wanted to be a triple threat. I <laughs> Are you I, a threat at all? I knew I had good moves. I knew I could act. I just couldn't sing. So you're claiming you can dance? Yes. <laughs> I can pick up choreography, Luke. Like, you and I have had to do shit for TikTok. Yes, you're a better dancer than me, but are you a good dancer? No. Can I pick up choreography? Yes. <laughs> okay. Have I got rhythm? Mr. Right yes. Angles, let's go. And what crushed me was at the end of the 12 months, this lady said to me, Scott, I'm so sorry. You're wasting your money. You can't <laughs> sing. How much money joking she got off you? I reckon it was about two, three thousand bucks. Oh, so this might be a hard one for you, but this will lead us into a, your next challenge. You're actually up two nil. Yes, I am. So I have to think of one Can to you get say me that one. Again? I'm up two nil. According to you guys, I still think you lost both of them. If you go back on the record, I didn't think you got it the point. It doesn't matter what you think. We have Judah. That's uh, why I said two nil. Shut here. up. Anyway, you're going to call. Yes. Your dear friend Zoe Badwee. Oh, good. Australian good. singer, for those that don't know Zoe. 
Well, not yet. Australian singer, but she's had like a, a hit. Was global. Yeah, it was. I think the UK it charted the highest. Yeah. So you've got to call Zoe. What's yeah. the song, guys? All right, oh. let's see. You can hit it the high. All right. So What's the, the song? song's known for this high, high pitch. Right, here we go. We better start. Just say the fucking song. Free fallen, but I think we have Fuck. Scott last, so we know what his singing lessons did. Maddie, you go. So the song is, I'm free falling. Scott, hold back. I'm ready now and I'm never I'm free tonight. Oh, yeah. I'm all good. I'm dead. Go, Luke. That was all right. I thought we were just doing the one word. I know. That was really good. You did a run. I thought we had fucking Beyonce in the studio for a second there. Look at you running like Usain Bolt out there. We got Zoe Badwee here. Holy hell. Where Forget is about she? calling Zoe. Let's is just call our producer. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, go, Luke. I want to hear yours. I, go, I Luke, thought sing. we were going to go you first because you. I thought you'd be the shittest. Sing. I'm free falling. That's all I can do. Scott, you're up. I hate the sound of your voice. <laughs> Why? It doesn't matter how it's packaged and sent Let to me. Let me go again then. I'm free falling. I'm letting go. Let the music take over. And so you don't even know the lyrics. That's why you're calling her and not me. It's Scott, your have your go. I'm free falling. I'm letting go. Just let the melody flow. Said I'm free tonight. I'm all good. On a side I'm note, right. when you brush your teeth, do you brush your tongue? I don't know, but you should start brushing your teeth because I, I can smell your breath from here. <laughs> you just say that because you try to get breath? it away oh, from you. you anyway, start. Scott, you're going to be calling Zoe Badwi and you're going to be telling her how you've written this song. Written what song? Your new song called Sassy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. And you're going to ask her to feature on it Sassy boy. where she has to write her own verse. So... <laughs> So you got to get her to write the verse and have her vocals on it too. So you, you're pretty much telling her that you got a song coming out. So it's going to be Sassy Boy's Scott O'Halloran featuring Zoe Badwee. Sassy Boy mm. featuring Zoe Badwee. All right, call her. Hello. So bad. What's going on? How are you, Spunkface? Oh, I'm very well, thanks. Freezing, but good. Um, well done on the most recent um drop. Love it. Oh, thank you. One last time. Have a listen. What would they say? Uh, what is it? Swipe up, share, add to playlist, like, all that crap. Thank you. Listen to you doing your scales even in conversation. I love it. <laughs> well, the car is my um, warm-up. Well, the car is also my stage. Oh, no, I do know this. I do know your uh, lip-syncing. So guess what? That's fucking an amazing segue. I, Why? I obviously cop it online when I do heaps of lip syncing <laughs> and everyone says to me, you should sing, you should sing, you should sing. And yeah. so I, I got singing lessons back in the days. I say I'm a triple threat, um, but I've never really put my voice to much. I, okay, mushroom okay. group, mushroom, you know mushroom group management. Yeah. They want me to do a single. What? Yes, I know. And they uh, and they've and the amazing thing is they haven't asked Luke to be in it. So that's kind of what's it's kind of, serious. Yeah, and it's kind of what's making me want to actually do it and give it a red hot shot. Okay, well I get that then, yeah. Out of spite. I don't try to see Yeah. So I'm like obviously you're like my number one 
musician friend who's had yeah. great success. So I, I, I wanted to, like, call and just run some ideas past you and hear your feedback. I want to call it um, Sassy Boy. And oh. I, I've got... Uh-huh. I want to invite you to do a verse in the song, in the single. Well, have we got the single? Or am I writing that as well? Oh, no, so... Yeah, like I want you, like you're a, you're an incredible artist. I would love you to write your verse. Okay, have you got yours? Uh, I'm slowly getting there. Yeah, I'm like halfway there, but I'm feeling good about it. Am I getting a? Am I getting to hear any of this? Uh, would you want to hear it now? Or would you want to do it like in the recording studio or something? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Impromptu on the in the recording studio. That way, we really get a vibe for it. <laughs> are we really doing? Are we really doing this? Are we really doing it? Watch out, the Arias. Next year, we'll be accepting awards. If you were thinking a sassy boy, right, if it's like talking about sassy boy, what would be like a lyric that could come or like a sound, like a melody or something that could come to mind? I'm thinking well, like like a... No? See, what would uh-huh. you do? Um... I'll probably, I'll probably go a bit stronger, yeah. a bit more of like the dead set melody in there. And I can be cut you up a bit, so make it a bit cool so your vocals maybe have a bit of an effect on there. And oh, yeah. maybe you would sort of sing, you know that Ferrari song? No. I'll be fast Ferrari. So it's all just in a nice sort of tone. Or do you think you're going to be doing old trills and like Guy Sebastian sort of singing? Oh, Is that what I'm, you're imagining? I'm no guy. But <laughs> he was brother, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely, I don't know, but I would love your your help. I'd love your coaching as well for the single. Right, we're on. Okay, let's do this. We got this. I got the studio. We can go to the guy in there's a master at recording, so he'll fix anything if there's a little bit that's not that I'm saying that you might be out of practice. But I think we should give this a whirl. So you've got Luke here too. Why can't I be in on this single, oh, Zoe? Yeah. Luke, I agree. <laughs> maybe you could be like the hype man. You're like Fat Man Scoop. <laughs> I can do that. Fat However, man, yeah. Zoe, you've um, unfortunately just given Scott a point. I've given him a point. <laughs> You're on oh, our podcast right now and I said Scott a challenge that he had to call you to see if you would go on his next single and if you would oh. say yes or no and you've said yes. Thanks, Zoe. Oh, yeah. Well, of course I'd help you. I mean, I don't know if I put my oh. name on it, but I said. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zoe. Thanks, Zoe. Oh, hang on. Would you or would you not put your yes, name on it? No. I've got to see. Of course I would help you, Scott. I love you, Zoe Badwee. <laughs> we just had a competition calling who could um hit free-falling the hardest. And I think we should have an outro of you showing us how it's done. Oh, yeah. Go, okay. Zoe. Go. Mm. <clears throat> and I'm free-falling, free-falling. There you go. I love what you so, so much. beautiful. Look! I'm sassy. Sassy. Scott.